Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corrin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to discuss with you kinesiology taping, when to tape. Because the when is as important and sometimes more important than the where and the how. So when should you apply kinesiology tape, whether truly it's to your horse or dog or human? Yeah, and, and we work with a number of different types of practitioners. And one of the things we always say is that taping is an adjunct to what we do. So you do what you do first. You evaluate your animal. You treat the animal in the way that you treat the animal prior to the taping. And you get your subject to the best possible physiological state and use the tape to set in that proprioceptive experience, that feeling. If you have an ankle that's sideways and you put tape on it as a way of the brain knowing where the foot is, you are sending information that this is where that nerve supply is supposed to be. This is where that blood supply is supposed to be. This is where those mechanoreceptors are supposed to fire. And if that positioning and that motion isn't ideal, you are setting up a roadway. It's like a rut in a road. You know, if you don't change the road, then you're going to keep going down the same path. And if that's not the path you want to be going down, then let's make sure that you don't set it in stone. Not that tape is setting it in stone, but it is communicating with the brain to say that this is how I want you to fire. This is the sequence. This is the motion. So let's talk about what the best outcome is going to be for your taping procedure. So from our standpoint, from a chiropractic standpoint, what we're looking for is optimal function, optimal movement through a joint. And so we will evaluate the joint, evaluate its proper motion, the motion that it has, and check range of motion in all other joints. And then you factor in age, the amount of miles that the horse has got on it, because all that can make a determination because people always ask, well, how often are they gonna to need to be adjusted? And that, that's a crystal ball question. And, and we find that horses that are used more and have more different riders, school horse, schooling horses, ended up needing more adjustments because of all the different riding that they go through. But the chiropractic is about evaluating and restoring normal motion to the joint. And that's what you want to tape for that horse or that dog, is you want to be able to tape normal motion for the brain. Because remember, tape is about feeding the brain. So when we say always address pain first, we're going to use a fascial tool. We're going to stimulate interoceptors. We're going to establish pain-free motion then apply the tape. As Dave said earlier, your tape is your signature at the end of your communication. So therefore, if you've got uh, pain under the saddle, 
or pain on the top line for whatever species, then you're going to want to make sure that that pain isn't guarding and there to take the stress off of something else. And we've seen that every single day, that what shows up as symptomatic is often the offloading of something that went unnoticed. So a thorough investigation by your veterinarian, by your uh, PT, by your acupuncturist, by your massage therapist, by your practitioner, MagnaWave, all of these things can serve to point you in the right direction of what has to be addressed before you apply the kinesiology taping method to improve that awareness. So, I mean, we have that the same thing with a human. How many times do we have someone who say, can you tape my knee? Well, I can. <laughs> Is it the best first thing to do? Yeah. And how do you know how to tape if you haven't evaluated everything first? Is it a motion problem? Is it a pain problem? Is it an inflammation problem? Is it an inflammation pain motion problem? Right. Is it a bad pair of shoes, horse, human, that the dogs get in their case? Are their nails so long that no matter what you do, there's going to be pain to avoid that horrible feeling of not being able to have their pads touch the ground? So that was a, one of our very first podcasts were all about proprioception through the pause with Dr. Busby, and that's worth to going back and taking another listen. The point is that taping as a Band-Aid is not the best use of your kinesiology taping procedure. And you have to look at the whole before addressing the part. And for example, if someone can squat without knee pain, if that ankle, foot, calcaneus, ha, talus are not lined up correctly, and you create tracking awareness by taping the knee on either side of the patella and a subpatella piece for knee function, you can be forcing that ankle, foot issue into a more adaptive stance and lead towards more of an issue. So paint, paint by numbers is what we get asked for. How do you tape a? And the answer is, I don't. I don't. I don't also, I, how do you adjust the headache? I say, I've seen as many headaches come from stubbing a toe as I do from Atlas, rotating to the right or impro you know, improper blood flow due to head trauma or, or, or. I know you'd like it to be simple. I don't know if you've ever seen a paint by numbers that I've done. I have never colored in between the lines in my life and I'm not starting now. Yeah, and re remember your tape is, it's not the standalone technique. It is added to your box of techniques. And like Wendy teaches a class called In the Meantime. And that's what the tape is. It's for in the meantime. It's between, it's used between treatments. Uh, once you get treated and it, you use that tape until the next, hopefully until maybe the next treatment, if it stays on that long or you reapply it yourself by taking a video and watching how we do it. And then you can repeat that yourself. 
And the great thing about the tape is if it doesn't look like it's working, you take it off and you try something different. That's the great thing about the tape. And I see a lot of the practitioners out there that are using tape are coming up with some novel, great novel ideas, you know, instead of, oh, it's, instead of doing it exactly the way they said, they found, oh, they got a better result if I pulled the tape a little bit this way and did this. Or tweak taping. Tweak taping. Tweak, tweak taping, which is easier to do than say. Yes. <laughs> and the opposite of right, both things are easier said than done. Well, tweak taping is easier done than said, but it is about results. And I have so many times dissuaded someone from asking me, how do you tape a hawk? Because I, I say, well, you know, the other end of the hawk is the hip. And the other other end of the hawk is the fetlock. So how do you know which ends of the bone are the ones that need to be addressed most effectively? And yes, if you've seen some of our signature taping, we will tape from the SI over the ischium, around the stifle, down around the hock and the whole leg to connect things. And we only want to connect them once they're moving in the best possible way. Yeah. Sometimes you have a tendency to think joint to joint, but the fascial lines don't run joint to joint. They, they can, don't care. They don't care. They can run through the whole body. And it's not like they stop or start there. They pass over there. So connecting the dots sometimes is what makes, creates better motion because you're creating you're you're doing the you're actually connecting the line not the hip bone to the knee bone to the foot bone <laughs> <laughs> exactly and if there is resistance to that motion because you have a fascial restriction along that superficial dorsal line and you decided to tape the pole because you determined that they had a headache or they were tossing their head and yet they were tossing their head because there was a restriction in the withers that was causing a torque along that fascial plane, literally pulling and causing misinformation from brain part to body part. Unless you smooth it out and unless you establish flow, that taping technique is going to be much less effective or give you results that you truly didn't want in the first place. So think flow. Think how am I using this kinesiology tape to improve the flow of motion in the animal that I'm addressing? And we know so often someone will notice their dog uh, is uncomfortable because they petted and it flinched away and they'll call and say, well, can I put some tape on that to make it feel better? Maybe, maybe you can, and maybe the amount of compression that's going on because those layers of fascia are not sliding over each other because the rib has been stuck for whatever mechanism, generally another dog T-boning it, unless you get rid of the issue, the tape is not magic. It's not going to take away the pain 
if the cause of the pain is still there. So we want to really encourage you to understand what you're doing and when it's best to do it. So when is? When is? Yeah. When is the best time? When they're in their best possible physical state. When you have inflammation, a wind puff, or you have an inflamed lower extremity, and you want to use uh, fluid dynamic taping, taping in strips, if there isn't proper alignment and mobilization of those joints that you want the flow to pass through, then the brain is gonna be going, I still need to heal this tissue. It's going to be sending more fluid in there. It's going to be sending more lymphatics it's, and the inflammation is going to persist. If you reduce the irritation that the brain is attempting to heal and then use your inflammatory taping technique to improve the ability of lymph and blood to flow to and forth, then you're actually going to get the totality of the results. That's my win. That's a good win. So knowing your evaluation, your treatment, followed by your taping. Your taping is the in the meantime part again. It's the benefit at the end of the treatment that helps keep the treatment going on even after the doctor has left. Right. And yes, you can do this and you can, you can, as Dave said, put it on and see if it helps. That can help inform your diagnostician as to where the cause is. And you can help create awareness where there is none and notice, does that make them better or worse towards the goal that you have set? What we really want to point your attention towards is what's the best way to do it? That is it possible. Can you tape an elbow? Of course you can. You can tape, you can put a band-aid on an elbow, but if the elbow's not bleeding, it's not going to be the most useful application of the band-aid. So what we like to do is make sure that if you're looking to improve range of motion, that you first have the ability for that animal to move in that direction and then the tape assists them with their awareness and their comfort in doing so. So for example, we have horses that choose not to turn their heads and then we determine is that a can't or a won't. And if it's a won't, the tape will turn that won't to a will by changing input into the brain. If it's a can't, then you have to determine whether or not there is an actual physical factor preventing that. And if that's the case, all the tape in the world is just going to be uh, a design, which is fine. Yeah. Just lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you can throw paint tape on though and, and reduce some of the discomfort of the area. Right. But not necessarily, even if you can't treat, if you don't have that ability to treat you as a lay person, Oh, I found this spot on my dog. You could do a pain taping on it and hopefully relieve some of the discomfort, but it still has to be evaluated. So it doesn't turn into something much more serious. Exactly. I mean, absolutely pain taping is fantastic. And if it gets you the results you want, 
excellent, then it wasn't restricted in the first place. It was a boo-boo. And that's perfectly wonderful. What I'm suggesting is that know your when, know your why, and then know your how. All right? This has been an Equiline podcast and PSA. <laughs> this is Dr. Wendy Corrin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have a spectacular day.